All right, friends, you're tuning into the Negative Space Station podcast where we give voices to the the images and the sounds that you hear today. We're talking with the vinyl wings. We got Steve. Say what's up. Hello. hello. And we got Logan. Say How's what's up. How's it going? How's it going? And uh, we're hanging out. So uh, what's going on, yo? How you guys doing? We are great. We're coming, yeah, yeah. coming off of a massive creative high from last night. Oh, yeah? We played uh, Mahal's. Mahal's? Yeah. Was it? How was that? Oh, it was just so great, so powerful. Like yeah. really good performance. We put a lot of practice and time into it, and we really got our time and money's worth out of it. If you know what I mean. Was it got that close. release. <laughs> Let me close All right. Go ahead. But, uh, well, the sound guy there is the best around. Yeah. Like who? Who was it? Henry. Oh. Henry Rapp. It's. He looks like a Henry. <laughs> Has he got a ponytail? No, it's very no, short he, hair. He had shorter hair. Short hair, hair very okay. just real cool guy. I really knew what he was with? doing. Who else was on the bill? Um, a band called Waves was the headliner. Oh, are there they was... from a... Oh, I'm thinking Beams. Beams mm-hmm. is from Canada. Yeah. There Waves was, um, is not from Canada. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to mispronounce their name on air, but <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I think right. the, there was another band called the Pomades or Pomades. No, Pomades. No, it's Pomade. Like, Pomades. Uh, Pomades. Like, I figured uh, it was pretty self-explanatory. Like hair Pomade. Yeah. They all had like. That did do. And then okay. there was a band called Bonnie and the Clydesman. But, uh, I, I think I've heard of them. Now, were they all local or who was out of town? I think, I think it's just Bonnie Clydesman. Bonnie, Bonnie Clydesman. So you, you lived out your fear of pronouncing every, every, <laughs> pretty much every, every band name wrong. Like, oh, Vinyl Wings? They're that band that can't, can't pronounce things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, come on. Now we're going to curse us. Everybody's going to... Nah, dude. I've been, last Vinyl. time... <laughs> the first time we had this uh, podcast, we had a, or our first trial run. We got Isaiah in the room. Mm-hmm. Say what's up in the distance. Hello. We did, a, <laughs> we did an interview with uh, Balak... Alkenstein? Balak See, he can say it, but I was interviewing them oh, I, know, I couldn't yeah. say it. I kept fucking it up, and it was like, uh... Yeah, we got Matt his... told me about them. That's a yeah. tricky one. Yeah, they're really good. <laughs> was it Matt Miller for MB yeah, played yeah. bass with them, and like, fucking Steve from like every other... Steve Wright from yeah, like every, every other, other project. project. You know? <laughs> but, so, alright, so Vinyl Wings has existed for a while. And it existed yes. as like a movement, and like a, uh, it wasn't quite a hammer on the head, your hammer on the yeah. nail band. It took some years to to really develop. Like I think when I really started doing solo music, I wasn't really going under Vinyl Wings originally. I was yeah. going under just Stephen Vernack. But I was I started recording a lot of music when I was like seventeen, I think. Yeah, like going on eighteen, and I just. Uh, I'd been in some bands, but I really wanted to develop my sound because I kind of I kind of lost my confidence as a as a musician because I was I would be the front man, but I would yeah. never really like I would I would question like am I really like even good enough to like get anywhere with this? But then I started just recording myself and making these really weird, really like ambient recordings and like yeah. but but then like that's how I developed and like realized oh I actually am talented and I actually am a there's, Good musician. Yeah. There's a thing to reaching the point where you're like, I'm okay with what I'm doing, and like, mm-hmm. if I if I if I can at least believe in it, maybe someone else can. And like, when you're up front there like that, and you're telling other people what to do, there's this unspoken like, oh, fucking Steve knows what he's doing. He's cool. Even though like <laughs> the band doesn't say that, they assume you know that because like, but the, it's a weird, vulnerable thing to be up there and just be like. Hi! You know, just sing yeah, and like, just course. fucking put it all out there. And there's this, mm-hmm. you know, like when you're playing and like, and you're getting going, not that I 
fucking know, but I just know because I'm still at that point, and there's a lot of empty rooms you play to, and a lot of people, of your background noise, and it's just, <laughs> when you're playing in there, and you're giving it everything, and like, maybe someone turns around, and they're like, oh, you stopped, neat, like, <laughs> like in their mind, they're like, oh, that's really good, but they don't say it until like you're done, and like, but... Like, I don't know, like, if at this time you're doing, like, bar gigs where, like, hey, do you want to play from fucking 11 to 1? You're like, yeah, sounds great. But in your mind, you're like, oh, shit, that's, like, a lot of hours. Like, (laughs) they didn't say anything about a break. And you're just up there, and you're fucking doing it, and you're dying a little bit because, like, every song gets less and less attention. But it has nothing to do with what you're playing. It's just that you're there doing it. Like, you're this guy that's making music. Everyone's like, oh, that's cool. I'm here to see Pete. And I'm talking to Pete about Pete's dog. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and there's like, like, there's like certain nuances too where you can tell if people uh, like like genuinely liked your set. Yeah, you oh, know when sure. you know when there's a person like was listening yeah. like they actually have good compliments. Because sometimes you'll get the standard like a good set, bro. But yeah. then like other times like you'll you like the guy will tell you night, what they like about your set. There's this guy <laughs> drunkenly uh, spewing off to Eric about. Like, oh really? I didn't even know. You didn't know about this? No, he like gave. <laughs> so was this yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Hall? last okay. night. <laughs> and Eric plays what? Bass. Eric's our bass. Okay, system. Eric's yeah. bass player. Just so everyone who's yeah. listening yeah. knows. All right. There is this guy who uh, apparently was just uh, really drunk and and was like, dude, like I'm a, uh, it's sound engineer and. And like I can get you guys gigs in Los Angeles. And All right, like, neat. and it's like, it's like no, like we were we were flattered just because he liked our set that yeah. much. Like I don't care who he is at yeah, all. Yeah. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but it, it, what we did. Huh? Yeah. But it's cool that like we affected somebody that much. That's I mean that's the overall goal, right? Yeah. Is at least make someone be like, that's neat. Yeah. I feel a little bit better now. And you guys have this vibe, and I I don't know if it's just coming from where you started vinyl wings and how like. Uh, you approached it, but you guys are so into the feeling and the atmosphere, and like I can hear it now more in the recordings you're doing. But like you just have this energy about what you're trying to do, like that I don't see too much. Like you're right. <laughs> in, uh, just have, in other just bands, it wasn't my phone. Honest, I thought <laughs> <Yeah>. it was. <laughs> As I drop the ah, mic, she'll be all right. He dropped that call. She'll buff um, right out. <laughs> what was it um? But you guys have this attention to energy, and even just like through yeah. talking about whatever, like when we run into each other, you guys have brought more attention to that than most groups I know. Most people are just kind of like, ah, yeah, like, you know, it's cool, we uh, had cool lights, you know what I mean? Not that there's anything wrong with that, mm-hmm. but it's just like a different, uh, It's I, I, I admire the attention you bring to it. Like, there's definitely... Thank you, man. Sorry. Well, thank I cut you. you off. I think we all have, like, all four of us have a really uh, organic relationship to music like i mean i mean eric is our most recent member bass player and he uh like i was telling him last night because he he was talking about how he you know really enjoys playing with us and i was telling him like he he really i would say he's the most optimistic out of the four of us because he he he's just psyched to be up there playing music he learned all the songs so quick like he was so ready for it i mean (laughs) i mean Corey is such a talented guy too Corey's our keyboard player and he's also doing a lot of like mixing on our well he's doing all of the mixing on our album that we're working on now and he is just such a a brilliant creative counterpart for us like he i mean i he he mixes these songs in such a way that just brings out the, uh, the best of our sound. Like it's really good. So he's doing double. I mean, it's you gotta have a team like that. Like mm-hmm. you can put it all on you, but then you're like, 
All right. Well, That's the piano skills, I only have this much. In the mixing ability, I only know a little bit. You know what I mean? You well, make... Yeah. We're all just doing it uh, for the fuck of it. Like, we're, yeah. we're willing to do that. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Let's just see what what we can create. That's fucking, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's even better, like, when you got a guy that can be like, you know what, I know, like, six things about mixing where you know one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not that it's like a competitive thing, yeah. but when you work as a team, you get the fucking the real deal. Teamwork makes get, the dream work. Right? Yeah. Oh. Always, always. <laughs> always. So, Logan, when did you meet up with Steve? Because I'm pretty sure I know you from somewhere else. Oh, yeah. I'm, I remember... Um, Mike Knight or something. Oh, yeah. From y- years ago. Years yeah. ago. <laughs> no, but uh, I met Steven when I was a sophomore in high school. Like, okay. like my... Like, Where'd kinda, you guys go? Uh, North Ridgeville High School. Ridgeville? Okay. Ridge Tucky. Hey! <laughs> yeah, yeah. From the swamps. <laughs> the swamps. That's, actually, the that's actually where Eric lives. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to put him on blast. To, to, to. Yeah, we're calling out blast. his, yeah, we're calling out his you neighborhood. You didn't show up at 10 in the morning to record a podcast. You on so blast! You guys can just check out the link below to get, to get Eric's address. Uh, with his phone yeah, number. subscribe. <laughs> yeah. We got his social as well. Take it all. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, I'd met him through um, some other some other folks around. Um, you know, you were friends with Lee from uh, yeah. Mimi Yard and Lee. all those guys. Yeah, Lee played in Sea Level for a minute. Yeah, he did. I, and the first time I saw him was like when. Oh, okay. when it, yeah, that's, well, boom. I remember when it was Lee as your drummer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was a um, great drummer. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, right. Lee's the guy that got me. Like he gave me my first lessons and stuff. Yeah. So like, here's an official shout out. Thank you, Lee. Lee. <laughs> like You're he, Lee. he gave me he gave me a bunch of lessons when I was like first starting off. But uh, he's one of those guys, man. He just sheds. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, he dude, puts he, so much he's time. He's easily in. one of the best drummers in the area. Like he puts so much hard hard work and effort. Like he's such a great player. It's too bad, like, you know, he's like, I don't know, he kicks dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm saying so much good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying so much good this stuff. This is a reminder to kick your tiny dogs. No, but... Um, we got to bump it down a little bit. No, I, th- I think it's a really cool story of how, uh, like, like, really how I heard Logan get good at the drums was uh, when we both had studios at uh, Rock and Roll City. Uh, was that in Cleveland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, basically, we each had this closet space of like twelve by eight feet, two yeah. smallest rooms in the whole place. And <laughs> and they actually used it as a band rehearsal room, like you're supposed to. And I used it as my living space, and I had like a love seat and a lamp, and like yeah, it was just four black walls with no windows, and it Damn. was the most depressing room. But I would Sounds like I that. would just like, <laughs> I would sit in there and drink tea and read books, and like yeah. I would hear their band practicing. Like Eric was in their band too. Okay, and like I would just like week by week, I would just hear them keep practicing, and I would like I'd be like reading uh, I don't like the Republic by Plato, and I'd okay. be like, damn, like nice, Logan's yeah. Logan's getting really good. He's, he's killing it. <laughs> and you that, know, even though Plato would not oppose that mode, it no. wasn't he's the Republic. Not. I'm pretty sure I. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure I we I had to use that book to like make a fire one time. So oh, okay. Probably, <laughs> oh shoot. Plato. Plato, would Plato prob- on blast. He would probably hate my guts honestly because yeah. I wasn't. It wasn't against Plato or anything. Like, just I, like, it was just the only paper I had. Yeah, you're I like, like Fuck. I'm not gonna get through this all. I feel bad about it. Yeah, Even fun. before all that, though, like, um, we were, like, I, w- I would, like, 
you would do like photo and video shoots for just like your solo stuff. Like I would come out to the oh, shows yeah, and that's like. Right. Yeah, he used to take pictures. Like we went for back me. in the day. So you almost started as a fan. Yeah. There's and then um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nothing and, wrong uh, with being a fan. Yeah, we did video shoots, photos shoots, and like whatnot, just like for like his individual gigs, like when you're playing like the symposium and the oh, fantasy yeah, and places right. like that. Yeah, dude, it's so weird. That might be closed. one of those that might be where the 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 time I met you for the first time. Can't yeah. say for sure because it was you know this is years ago. But yeah, years ago. Years and years yeah. ago. <laughs> oh wait, when did when did you guys first meet? Like, I, I I'm, I'm I'm trying to think. It's probably the night I I met uh, Michelle. Yeah, probably not. Or no, so, it wasn't because I met Michelle at um, Gall. Yeah. Okay. I met her. I saw her for the first time. She was playing at the Heinen's downtown in Cleveland with a oh, huge okay. atrium yeah, like yeah, thing. Yeah. But uh, I think That's I formally cool. like got to introduce myself the, the same night I met you at either the symposium or the fantasy. I can't remember which. It was long it was long. a long time ago. But we haven't played the. Um, could have been a Hamilton gig, Hamilton handshake, but I don't think so. It it could very well be. I'm not sure. Um, um I'm pretty sure it wasn't though. But uh, but either it, way, that's I, I just known I known you forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you've always it's been, been it's in been the ether, and like. Yeah. But I uh, I think it's awesome that you and Steve like I didn't <laughs> know you guys are that close together like rehearsing physically. Oh like, yeah, in like, the same you're literally like space. right there. And I think it says something about like. People are rehearsing in these rooms and Steve's living in it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think that just says something about the music. You know what I mean? Yeah, it does. More it really so does, than a... Yeah. Was it... Now, were you living there by choice? Was that a living situation? And you're just like, I need to get out. I'm going to live in this I dark, just, depressing room. I, need, I just needed or, a sense of individuality. And I'm also kind of a drama queen. Like, I was like... Yes. <laughs> I wanted to... Like like somebody I look up to is Van Gogh, and I don't okay. know I don't know if I was actively trying to like live it my life is I probably not like I was just trying to be dramatic like I was yeah. like I need to put myself in a really just a space to be creative and yeah. that's it like I have to be creative no TV or nothing just and is it through that room. like depressing dark room and need to create that vinyl well, wings. The movement, yeah, yeah it was became... like a vital part of it. Like just the the aspect of sleeping in that room. There's just just the walls all painted black. Yeah, and then and it actually served a vital role in uh, me kind of leaving Ohio and getting to do that kind of. Uh, so where'd you like go? Secretly, like I I went to Los Angeles for six okay. weeks. Yeah, for six weeks. And That's right, because the first time you're supposed to play a negative space in the old space yeah. was that okay that ties into when we walked in here and you're like oh yeah alright so you go to LA for six weeks and what do you do where do you go Who do you, do you know anyone do you, or just fucking no, hit it no I didn't know anybody I, I was staying at this hostel in Venice it was like a 10-15 minute walk to the beach yeah. and uh, I ended up meeting people from you know all different kinds of countries like I met people from uh, from Iraq and from Amsterdam and Damn. and uh, I, I befriended a uh, a woman from Russia named Stasia and we, we had a few crazy adventures one where we we touched the Hollywood sign and Whoa. almost got arrested. Yeah, because like was... that—that's guarded. You can't get by that. Not guarded, but it's like it's, uh, it's, it's bad. monitored. You can yeah, monitor is a better way to say. It. Like, uh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the wind was so heavy too. They have like a chain link fence at the at the top where we were just hanging off of it. Like, yeah, it was such a steep hill. We had to literally hang for our lives on it. And then <laughs> it, it's a really interesting story. Then we. 
it was like a two hour trek in like the middle of the night just to get there and uh and we we finally got there and we touched the d on the hollywood sign <laughs> boom and then five seconds later as we're like relishing in like the victory of getting there like these sirens start going off and they're just like all right you will be arrested and we're like oh shit and like she couldn't uh understand what they were saying very well and you we had were, to explain and we she got to go no, no yeah like she no she was like she's like what are they saying like i didn't want to tell her that, that, that we were going to be arrested so i was just kind of like well they said we should get down safely and just take our time and, and like, i was like and here i am on this hill just like me just like stressed out steve just trying to, to like figure out like I, there's no way i'm gonna get down this hill in 15 minutes like i mean it took us two hours to get up here but then i i actually that puts you in such a weird position it was weird keep going but um i ended up i ended up finding this waterway i don't know if it was natural or like a little river okay i think it was just a dried up river and and we got down off of there like 15 minutes like a godsend like i was like holy shit like i was i can't believe that that just worked out and we're just like surrounded by like rich people's homes and we've been like walking all night and like i was like all right let's let's get an uber back we'll take you back to your hostel and she was like she's like no let's walk and i was like are you serious we just like walked all night and yeah it's like six in the morning by this time and like she was like no let's walk but it ended up being a very uh euphoric experience we just That's... like walked through hollywood at night and could have gotten mugged easily but yeah. we didn't and it was i just walked her back to her hostel then i got in an uber and um because my i was still living in venice at the time and uh and and imagine by john lennon was playing Whoa. in the car yeah, and like, like there's there's this girl singing in the back and she sounded like she was like doing all these crazy fluctuations with her voice she sounded like a famous singer but like okay. I, I didn't look back or anything and like, I, it was just so peaceful and like the Lord just watched the sun come up yeah that's it, was fucking be- awesome. it was beautiful so this girl this russian girl she mm-hmm. uh was she uh, just visiting? Is she moving here? The... No, yeah, she was just visiting. Okay. She uh, she wanted to be a film director. But okay. I, uh, That's the place to figure it out. But she was she was like wicked smart and yeah. very. Um, but I think sardonic would be the right word. She was like very cut to the chase. That doesn't even sound Sorry. like a word. Sardines. <laughs> Sardines. Sardines. I'm being too pretentious. Yeah. But um, but she was just very point blank this is the reality of things and i think that she saw through the kind of facade of los angeles very quickly like because mm. i talked to her about her experience afterwards because she eventually ended up going back to russia yeah and i was talking to her about it and she was just like no like like los angeles is terrible like <laughs> like yeah, there's no nobody who's an aspiring film director or musician can make it in la yeah. unless they fit that cookie cutter regime i think yeah. is essentially like what she learned from it which is True. Yeah, for sure. True. You know, that's it's lots of bands have like made songs kind of like dissing the fact that it's like not all it's cracked up to be. Oh yeah, there's L.A. rock. You know what I yeah, mean? There's yeah. like literal. There's yeah. albums worth of songs about L.A. Yeah, it's like. Hey dude, um, hey dude, I see. Can you look up if sardonic is a word on your phone? <laughs> just so I don't, I don't look sardonic. stupid. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, it's I just, cool. Like I'm we just really I, gonna let's, be upset let's fact super check it. super tramp did that song. Um, Jeez, what's it called? Sardonic? No, no, oh, not not the word, but the Supertramp has a song about like, oh yeah, Gone Hollywood. That's oh yeah, a, that's a good song about like you know, it all it ain't all it's cracked up to be. I like well, Supertramp. Yeah, it's, it's a good band, good band. A lot of not too many people go out and they're like, ah, Supertramp. Have you heard that record? You mean uh, the the one about the uh, what's the hit? Uh, I know Breakfast in America really well, but I'm I not. Can't, it's, I, there's a couple others like I know the like the greatest hits is like a is kind it a of. Word? No, my the 
Oh. In here. Oh yeah, the Wi-Fi here. Oh, Wi-Fi. We'll just pretend that it was a word. I swear we'll to God, a it's a word. It. Sardonic is a we'll word. We'll put a pin in it, and like if you. Wait. What is he saying? Grimly mocking or cynical. Did you see? That's what I meant. Yeah. Grimly right. mocking Sardonic. or cynical. That okay. was exactly what her personality Dang. was. Okay. Everybody right. clap. There we go. Woo! Yeah. Definition is fucking red. Steve Sardonic, man. <laughs> All right. Teach me some new words. All that's, right. that's why my last name is Vernac. Because, like, vernacu- vernacular. Vernacular. Yeah. Vernacular. Damn. I know all these words, but oh. I, know, I only vaguely know the meaning of them. <laughs> it's just learning the meaning. You can know the... Explosions. Right? I mean, isn't that, isn't that kind of like with any words anyway we're just putting yeah. them into a meaning that's true <laughs> like, plug true. words in here there very true so okay so she barely spoke english um i mean honestly her english was very good and she yeah she didn't give herself enough credit for it like she learning learning english is no uh easy task and she she did very well with it but i think it was just uh on the megaphone yeah, it was a bit. Uh, I mean, it was even hard for me to understand. But I can, I can tell when somebody's like Steve. Uh, we're about to arrest you. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I can just, I can just read the. the You've con- been around the that a little clues. bit more. Probably in Russia, they don't give a warning or something. Yeah, they just arrest you. Throw you in the slammer. Yeah, yeah. But oh, okay. So, what, what's your takeaway then? Like, if her takeaway of L.A. was like. I'm going to be real about it and do it back here in Russia and, like, fucking kick ass. Well, let me say, uh, I think the two most honest interpretations of Los Angeles are, one, Mulholland Drive, the David Lynch film, because it shows Los Angeles in that dystopian fashion, and... Honestly, like this, this song is is I think about New York, but it also applies to lot to L. A. Because yeah. Guns and Roses are from there. Like Welcome to the Jungle very yeah. accurately describes it. <laughs> like it's a complete dystopia out yeah. there. And I think if you're going there with like a sunshine kind of mindset, where it's like, oh, like this is gonna be fun. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm gonna be yeah, Kim Kardashian on the street. Like no, it's fucking horrible out yeah. there. Like there's there's so many different layers of poverty. Like like you have your people who are genuinely sick and who uh who who need help but you also have um like i met a group of locals that described themselves as the uh dirty kids i think yeah they call themselves the dirty kids and they uh essentially traveled in packs and they and they traveled up and down the west coast and they just lived out of backpacks and slept on the street and um and, uh, and 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 yeah. it's funny because I got called like a wannabe dirty kid because I had like, blue hair and I traveled around with a ukulele and I was like no I'm just like trying to play but then other I'm people Steve. but then then I was <laughs> I was like walking with them and hanging around them for a while and we passed by this elementary school where there were kids playing outside they're playing at recess and um and that brought out something in these like adolescent kids who I was walking around with and they started like making all these weird like acting like animals and it what? was it was interesting though because i think that they longed for that innocence that yeah. maybe they got maybe got repressed or maybe Whoa. they they uh they lost somewhere and and it, it was really strange because i was talking to um to the woman um how many people were you with in this group of uh, dirty? Um, they were called dirty kids. Yeah, maybe five or six people. But then okay. we we got to this uh, this like center, this like youth center where they give people resources, and it yeah. was like 30, 40 kids wow. who all who all dressed in this like very like Fashion. steampunk, yeah. not steampunk, like just like a <laughs> just, punk? <laughs> just punk. Just punk. Uh, <laughs> it was it was really interesting. They uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> 
Steampunk. Not steampunk. They were steaming. Steve they Punk. Were Steve, Steve Punk. punk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So out of the five, did were they all from L.A. or were they from everywhere and they came here? Um, no, type they, were thing. Kind of, they were kind of from everywhere. Yeah. It was, it was really interesting. Um, Cause like you know it's this whole like manifest destiny go west you know what I mean like that's been a thing forever yeah and like so the, and they're all like adolescent you said so like mm-hmm. give me like like uh, I don't know like sixteen up um no or thirteen up no probably older than that I was probably exaggerating how so like twenty yeah like twenty but okay. um but I mean it, there is prosperity out there but it's not in what you think it is it is yeah it's like like you said, it's about all those people wanting to go out west and yeah. wanting to start some kind of life out there and wanting to start some kind of collective of creative people. Like that's where the prosperity is. It's not in what you know the the Hollywood lights, the fame, the fortune, getting into a movie. It's like fuck that shit. Like it's about meeting people out there and like that's how you thrive. Is through it's all about the people you meet, the, the places you go, the yeah. people you meet, things you do. Definitely. Like um, I've been on this whole um, kick. Instead of do it yourself, it's do it together. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. That's why we're here. That's why sure. we have shows here at Negative Space with more than one band. You know yeah. what I mean? Like sure. it's a you can you can lead this whole like do it yourself thing and just always be hustling for you but the more you do that people are going to be doing their own thing anyway making this group of mm-hmm. dirty kids that fucking make animal sounds when they see like preschoolers because they want to be in preschool it again. was like I was walking with the Lost Boys from Honestly, Peter Pan honestly as you were yeah. telling me that, that was, I was going to say that but I didn't want I wanted to let no, you keep going and I, and I was Peter Pan and I was like, <laughs> you're like come on guys <laughs> leave these kids alone yeah it is a lion shirt I get it <laughs> but you that's should, a tiger noise. <laughs> you, should, you should talk about a fish tour a little bit. Fish tour? Because um, I, I, I'll keep uh, going. I want to know more about these dirty kids. Go ahead. But tell me about fish tour. Because <laughs> well, we'll keep going down I this. I don't know. I don't want to talk too much. Going no, into, that's why you guys I'm are big, here. I'm a, I'm a big fish fan. And um, as by the shirt. But uh, every time I go on, you know, out to see him, you know, I see him at different venues across, you know, like the the eastern, you know, eastern half of the country. Yeah. Like, I've seen him in Chicago, New York City, and down in Atlanta, and a bunch of places in between. But uh, honestly, even on top of all that, like, it's the places... I, I, I like, really fill my time in between shows because, like, there's off days where there's an entire day they yeah. give you to get between venue to venue. And, I don't know, just go hiking, meet people, go into this different small cities that, you know, you never would have ever gone into if you hadn't, sure, you know, like, had been in the area. And just, like... Like I was just saying, like there, it's like the people you meet, the places you go, the things you see. Like it's, I love traveling. I like traveling by myself personally. Yeah. That's just me. Um, it's it's just such a free thing. It's very inspiring. Like I get inspired enough by like the places that I've been and go, and like you know, and just like you know, I've been I've been seeing them since 2015. So it's you know three years now. I've, I've you know, and each time I go, it's like a, just a different kind of. So tap, it t- it's like it's like it it inspires me and then when I go to see the shows then it's just like hits me like you know whoa yeah. and then it's like super inspired and just like you know it, but it's like you know it's not one of those things where it's like where I, I try to emulate any sound like that because that's just not 
a good idea and it's foolish to try but it's like yeah. it just helps me it ha- it has helped me like you know just make my own kind of sound that I you know throw into the band and just the kind of you know so okay so <clears throat> with the fish tour you this is a Logan thing yeah I yeah. thought maybe like you guys were going to do takeovers no, no, exclusively no. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just me so, <laughs> I, like, I do like fish though yeah yeah no fish yeah. is great because of um, me okay yeah. see I haven't I need the I need the guy to show me, like, listen to live um, in New York on 93. That's yeah. the right. You know what I mean? Like, with Fish and the Grateful Dead, you, there was those key things that are so... Yeah, like, there's, there's lots of good live recordings that you need to pick through, and it's really overwhelming when you just see, like, you know, the whole yeah. list of the... You know, like, Grateful Dead, like, the Dick's Picks and Dave's Pick, there's, like, 40 of them. But, like, I don't know, man. It's just, like, you know, there's just... You know, there's ones that are, like, you know, way older and, like, you know... It's like even in their own fan base, there's like you know specific fans that that like the older stuff or the newer stuff because it's like you know, they they've been a band and they went on hiatus and they broke up and they came back again. You know, we're, yeah. we're, we're on the part where they came back again. It's you know so. See, I didn't know that. I thought they were just. I thought they just hustled. No, they didn't stop. They took, they took some time off. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's, it's just really, it's, you know, it inspires me just, you know, the fact that I'm seeing them in concert and just, like, you know, the the, the, the fans that go around and see them, like, it becomes, it's a huge community, you know. You know, the parking lots for the shows, you know, there's, you know, food vendors, clothes, freaking, yeah, know, the whole thing, like, you know, Shakedown Street, you know, for those that know. And just, like, it's really cool. It's, for like, it's a, it's, a, it's a sense of community, you know. It's, yeah, like, yeah. literally, like, like, you can find anything. Like, you can find, like... People selling everything, people making art, selling art, prints, so all this, all this, sorry, all that. The, it's called yeah. Shakedown Street. Yeah, from it's from the okay. Grateful Dead song, but they kind of oh, okay. they kind of apply like, it for toward, those that know what. That's what I was gonna get into. Because for no, for those that know what Shakedown Street is, got it. But it's it's really cool, man. It's like you know, get yourself anything you could really you know. It's it, it's everyone's just so friendly and happy to be there and just the the contagious like spirit of happiness and joy to be there in that moment is like so huge like it just it hangs over like a beautiful rainbow to set to make it sound really cheesy no, I, like, <laughs> no but it's like it's there's a huge sense of happiness and it's like it, it's really easy to tap into when you get there <laughs> that sounds fucking amazing yeah, you know what I mean like yeah. I can't like I was gonna say there's this thing and you guys both seem to be you uh, united spirits or joined spirits on this travel this wanderlust yeah. but coming back yeah like cause Always bring it back. especially like Going out on your own, because I do a lot of weekend warrior dashes. Yeah. I fucking go out myself, play a couple shows, and come back. Stick at the gig. Yeah, you know yeah, it. And like, yeah, I know. Fucking just like busk and like <laughs> go, go to a venue, find everything around this area, and go to the next one, yeah. and then the next one, and the next one, and the next one. And like, I'm really cool with doing that by myself because it's efficient. I got to worry about what I want to do. You worry about and like how much coffee I can drink before I play. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and just how much I can see before that crap, you know, and there's yeah. like this thing about when you're doing it, you're like putting this new environment. You like, just yeah. take it all in. Just buy it, you know, we're all What's by ourselves. What's over there? And like, that that's cool that you do. so you do this once a year this fish tour yeah I mean you know it's it's not like you know I see see what dates they're playing you know I I've never gone like to I mean some people would argue that I've gone a long way to seem like I've gone up to New York City and down it's to Georgia but it's like you know there's it's people that long. the people that go out to the West Coast and stuff like with Dead and Company Dead and Company I have friends who uh, I've got some friends that run a blog and like they they do the whole Dead and What's Company the blog? it's Plug called. Them. SMR traveled, I believe. Okay. Um, 
I think it's, I might be leaving out a letter and forgive me guys for messing it up if I did. But, uh, yeah, they, 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 um, they do merch. It's like a whole, like it's a blog, but they do like merchandise and stuff like that. And just like, they go all across, they kind of do the same thing that I do, except just with dead and company. Like they go follow them around and they go hiking in between places and just make the best of memories. Cause man, the shows are amazing. And like the shows are a memory of themselves, but man, those places in between that you get to go is just like. It's, it really is, yeah. like, that awesome because it's, like, you know, they go all over and, you know, like, I'll tell just one quick story because I don't want to get too far into it. I was going to say, no, no, it. give me, like, no, tell it. one all of, right. like, the coolest, like, fish tour adventures that Logan is, like. All right, I'll, I'll briefly tell two. Last year, they did this thing called the Baker's Dozen where they did a residency at Madison Square Garden for 13 nights because that's, that's what a Baker's, yeah, Baker's Dozen Baker. is. Mm-hmm. And, um... It was really cool because, like, they did, like, a nice little lead-up into it. They played in Chicago, then to Dayton, then Pittsburgh, and then swung out to New York. And they the res, you know, just in between, because I was, I was fortunate enough to be able to do it all. Like, I, I, I was, you know, it was fun. But, uh, you know, Chicago was so cool because, like, we went and saw this place called the Morton Arboretum. And it's, like, I believe it's Chicago's biggest arboretum. Like, like it's, like, you know, huge. The, the grounds of this place is massive and just... Just the you know the 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 flora the fa- the floral fauna yeah and the just you know the huge ass trees and big flowers botanical gardens huge swamp like pristine like you know lily pads on it yeah that was just one place and you know go down to Dayton um you know Dayton we, I went hiking at this place called the Germantown Metro Park and uh, just the, you know this huge river I'm trying to remember the name of it can't really remember it for the life of me right now but. The river was beautiful, like it was a beautiful blue day, blue sky day, and just the river was just, just at that, you know, you could hear it, you could hear it just slightly flowing as you're walking down to it, and it was just like the most ethereal sounding thing, and you know, <laughs> these giant sycamore trees that hung up over the the side of the creek, and they just, you know, shaded over the creek so well, and it was just... You know, it's one of those things where it's like you have to, you had to have been it's there. taking me there. Yeah. I can see it. I yeah. can hear it. I can smell it. <laughs> you know, Pittsburgh was really cool because Pittsburgh's really, the traffic in that place is a, it's God, crazy. It's a goddamn madhouse. It's but, crazy. Yeah, you know, it's like yes. a bunch of one-way yes. streets that lead into the main street and, like, and just nobody can get fucking anywhere. And fucking, <laughs> and the speed limit's like a, a, a suggestion. Yeah. Boom, yeah. Like yeah. Woo. Now. <laughs> ah, like in New York, it's like... Yeah, New York. That. New York actually isn't. I mean, you know, there, there, there's this, there's the standard traffic which is expected, but yeah. it is not yeah. like Philadelphia and Pittsburgh both have worse traffic from my experience. And yeah, then you know, Pittsburgh was just cool because you know the the way Pittsburgh is like when you're coming when you're driving into it. Like I took I seventy because I was coming just from Dayton. I just drove straight across Ohio. Well, coming into Pittsburgh, like you get a beautiful view of the city because you know obvi- the river runs through it. Yeah, ha ha ha. Talking cool. about the movie, but uh, a river runs through it, and you know just on both sides there's just this beautiful bustling looking city. It doesn't look you know. It does. It's not in a. It's not an ugly looking city. Like there's very ugly looking cities out there. Like Columbus is not a really nice. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Pittsburgh's really nice looking, and I don't know. It was just. It was. It was really cool to be in there just for the day and get get some get some local food and whatnot. And 
then it was on to New York City for you know I forget how long they were it, you know you like it was it was a residency but it yeah, was like it was like two weeks. weeks it was like they did three weekends and then they split the rest of the shows in between those like Damn. those intermittent two weeks because it wasn't thirteen straight nights I mean oh, you know okay. I don't think any band could like really they would have to plan that years and years and years because you know there's sport events other oh, bands yeah. and like public community functions because like they use the garden for everything like yeah. hockey basketball just sporting events in general and things like that and it, it was just really cool because like like i said you know it was you know new york city's obviously new york city and it's, it's, it's beautiful yeah. there and i got to see a whole bunch of great nate natural spots and city spots and it was all on my own and it was really cool and so um where'd you stay in new york was it a hostel i knew some people i met okay. some people who were who live up in dobbs ferry and they Dobbs Ferry, cool. yeah, it's it's where the Zuck is from. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's where he's from, and real nice, re- real, real beautiful town, um, right on the Hudson River. Like you walk just down the main street, and there's the sprawling, beautiful Hudson River. So, oh, it was huge. The, yeah. the Hudson River will really take your breath away if you ever, if you have never seen it. When you finally do, it's like it's a huge river. It's wide. And it's, you know, it's a long way to, you know, look across the river. It's from Dobbs Ferry and, you know, but, uh, they, they, there were these guys, they, they let me stay with them for the time. And it was, it was really fun. Cause like, you know, Dobbs Ferry was a really quaint little town. It was obviously a really, really, really wealthy area. Like some absolute yeah. mansions that put the Ooh. lake, the lake, you know, side yeah. homes to shame. Anything Just like, by water yeah. is well, it was Westchester County. Westchester yeah. County is like one of the wealthiest guys, counties in America. <laughs> oh, I'll put a pin. You guys have such a good vo- vocabulary quaint and like that word we just learned today. Yeah, I can't. What sardonic. He, was he, it? He has oh. such a good. I feel like his voice could be like ASMR. You ever heard about that stuff? I feel. That's I feel like people would listen to that story like when they're about to fall asleep. Oh, and just like later, yeah, there's just fall asleep as I'm talking. I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you through headphones. I'm just it's like very, it's very. It's very. Soothing. Well, he's like, a nice guy. Very good speaking yeah, voice, yeah, yeah. honestly. Thank you. Next time I'll come, story. I'll bring some kids' books. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. read some freaking honestly, books. Help, help, out, kind of, help people fall asleep. Have you guys, um, have you read the book or seen the movie Into the Wild? Yeah, I've yeah. seen the movie, not read okay. the book. I've read the book. Sad All movie. Right. Sad as fuck. Because it's like, like that, that dude... Yeah, let's not spoil it. Yeah, well, yeah. But sad yeah. as fuck. Yeah, sad, like, sad movie. That is all. One thing I recently <laughs> seen the whole thing. Yeah. Like, uh, Same. And um, like I started a long time ago because that soundtrack, Eddie Vedder, so good. I was so into that soundtrack. I'm like, wait, it's a soundtrack. Oh, I gotta uh-huh. see the movie. So yeah. like, yeah. And then I, I found out there's a book, and like I kind of got halfway through the movie. I'm like, I'll read the book. I never read the book. Finished the movie like last week. Cause like it's a it's a lengthy one, and like um, it's such a beautiful story. It's such though. a and you guys kind of just watching that movie and yeah. talking to you guys about traveling. There's this whole beautiful thing about going out there by yourself and doing mm-hmm. it, and like that movie's such an inspiring like story to do that. Yeah, but it's such a thing. It's so important to like kind of rail it back and like reel it back not well, and, like, bring yeah. it back yeah I think huh. there's just an, an overload of culture these days especially oh, yeah. especially in America it's like we're really not meant to to deal with all this we're not meant to go on Facebook and like yeah hear a million opinions, you know, micromanaging this one thing we're doing in our lives. Like, we're meant to just go out and, 
uh, just live. And like it's it's strange. I think it really messes with your mentality. Oh, for sure. Of how nitpicky you are with your behavior. Like, like it's very strange. Because yeah. like it's strange. I'm under the impression I'm under the firm impression that there's not enough time in in the human lifespan to like really get out there and see it all. Oh, like in terms sure. of just like, like well that kind of goes without saying but just like when you really like get out there and it's like wow there's you know there's 50 states it's like wow you know it's like it it's a lot you know to just see the state capitals in all the 50 states you know that's like a typical travel thing it's like it's that's, that's a lot and then that's, that's just a merit that's one stuff. country yeah, that's, that's one country like, then there's you know 250 more and it's like whoo. you know there's you know it, it, it kind of hits it's like wow i don't have a lot of time to do all this just like, like yeah, trying know. to jumble it all together because it's like you know there's life there's work there's school there's friends there's family and then money. you know money that's well yeah well then you know what, what goes into it and then just the, the time finding the time but it's like man but when you get out there, like whatever the struggle it was to get out there, when you find like I can't imagine what it would have been like to finally step off the plane. And it's like you're in L.A. It was yeah. it was like, the most euphoric, <laughs> like right. Three, just I can't imagine. Dude, the first three days were insane. Like yeah. I get on the plane and I'm there. Like I didn't uh, tell really anybody besides like our close knit group of friends. Like my parents yeah. didn't even know I was going. Oh and shit! It was like this. That's the funniest yeah. part to me. It was the second day I was out there, and my mom calls me, and uh, I Where feel are you? I feel terrible, but I was in such a bad state of mind that it's uh, it, it was a form of escapism for yeah. me to go out there because I had just like a job that I hated, and I was just going crazy with like an undiagnosed uh, mental. Yeah. Disorder. And like I was really going off the deep end. And my mom calls me the second day. And like I was like, yeah, I flew out to Los Angeles. Like I've been talking about it for so long. Yeah, I just did it. And and, and she was like, Steve, you're never going to be able to get a job out there, which is like. Yeah. Which is like very truthful. Like it's difficult to get a job out there. But then uh, I think I was well, just, later that same day. I was just. Ra- yeah, it was just so, so funny. Because like. Because honestly, this should not have happened. My mom is so much smarter than me and yeah. so much more well-versed in the ways of the universe. Yeah, and like, as all mothers it, are. It, she yeah. is so, it blows me away how capable she is. Like, I should have listened to her my entire life. But um, <laughs> That's the lesson. That's what everyone learns. But when for like, some reason, I don't know if I was just radiating this like beautiful energy, I was walking through after I had just had this conversation... And uh, this this girl stops me off the street. I was just walking down Abbot Kinney in Venice, and she's just like, "Hey, I was." Of course, I had my blue hair and my ukulele. Yeah. She's like, "You look like somebody who's, who can change the world." <laughs> and I was like, "Of course!" Like in my delusional state of mind, like, I was like, "I am going to change the world." <laughs> and like, and so then I start talking to her, and she was just trying to get me to sign up for like a subscription to oh, yeah. to, to, to Greenpeace, which is like a good thing. Yeah. But uh, but like I was just so caught up in like the the. Uh, I'm trying to think uh, of the right word. Uh, serendipity of the... Serendipity of just this whole conversation of her coming up and approaching me like that. Good word, by the way. Thank you. And, and, and she cut to the chase and she was just like, yeah, like we need like monthly donations from people to yeah, like, uh, to like save the world. And I was like, you know what? I have like not that much money in my bank account. I'm doing a subscription right here, mon- monthly subscription, and like it turns out, like the executive director of Greenpeace was like right there watching, and he, <laughs> yeah. and he was just like, "Hey, dude, uh, do you want a job? Like, you're exactly the kind of person we want." And so like, I ended up working for them for like wow. a, a few days. I ended up quitting because, of course, I was 
out of my in mind. This state, yeah. I was out of my mind, but like it was it was cool that it all happened like that. Was and I was it? also yeah, in a Converse commercial briefly. Like yeah, the, that's weird. It's like the the morning after I flew out, I just I was walking around Marina del Rey, and I yeah. uh, I saw this group of people who looked like me, except they were obviously more polished and pretty looking because they, they were so actresses. They weren't the dirt kids. No, these were like <laughs> these were like models who were like okay. too good to talk to me in real life. But mm. for some reason, I just stumbled onto their set and. Uh, <laughs> Look, then, what's uh, this one doing? Well, I had Chuck Taylors on, and they were like, do you want to get in the final scene of that? Well, the director did. Nobody else would talk to me, because yeah. I guess I was not cool enough. Yeah. But like, That's crazy. But the director was like, yeah, dude, get in the final shot. And I was like, all right. So I was here. <laughs> I'm running with my ukulele for like a half second in the That's commercial. That's awesome. <laughs> you have to send me that. Send me that. I want to see I'll that. I'll see if I can find it. Like, it's so funny. It's literally like the smallest amount of time. But like, like, there I'm, we go. But I'm in there. And it it's was Steve. A, it's it was a Steve. Steve. <laughs> and it was the day after I flew out there. Like, it was nuts. That's, I mean, opportunities are there. You just yeah. got to go out and sure. try to find them. And like, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Yeah. Uh, the whole reason I brought up uh, Into the Wild is I think it's important to like reel it back and like because there's that point where he's reading that book and it's happiness is only real when shared. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that's such like a, a key thing. But like going out and adventuring and coming back and having these stories with the Russian girl and slapping the Hollywood D and like I tell this, that I tell that time, that story so many times. It's such a good story so though. Deaf, yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, I think it's important. I think what you guys do, that's why, where this, why, where, where and why this energy for Vinyl Wings exists and why of it's course. so prominent to you guys. Of course. And I'm going to tie it back in because we got to wrap it up and get, yeah. our, get our next group <laughs> in here. But Vinyl Wings, uh, we are playing September 21st. 21st. Oh, we yeah. got it. We got yeah, it. We got it here at memory. Negative Space at the monthly showcase yes. with Midnight Buford. Myth and Co. and Ethan. So until then, friends, I'll catch you guys. Dude, we'll do you. it up. Thanks, Thanks so, so much. much Dave. Interview, honestly. Thanks everybody great. for listening. Yes, it's easy. Awesome. Yeah, man. And that's a wrap.